Welcome to the Camp Randall Platoon Podcast. I'm James White along with Sojourn Shelton, Warren Herring, bringing you Badger football news and more. Big dub from the Badgers this week after a two-game skid where the boys held it down. They competed. They found a way to finish. Before we get into that game, just want to check in with the fellas, chop it up, talk about some college football. You know, we're in November, last week of the season's upcoming. So the Heisman, that's, that's a big talk. So I don't know. Who's you guys' favorite right now? I'd say it's probably Michael Penix, Bo Nix, Marvin Harrison oh. Jr. Who else am I missing out of there? JJ McCarthy from Michigan. JJ McCarthy probably in there, but he, he from he LSU. Took a step back. He took a Jane Daniels too. He he, he yeah, the ball. I give him a lot of credit. So I don't know who's y'all favorite. I I like Michael Penix right now. The way he's had his team competing all year long. They're undefeated. They beat some ranked teams, and every week, you know, he, he's throwing the rock all over the field. So I, he's been impressive to me. I don't know who's your favorite right now in the Heisman race. I got to go Bo Nix, man. You know, um, just even this past week, I think he threw or, like, contributed a total of, like, six touchdowns. Obviously, you know, Oregon's always been a, a stat-padding team as when it comes to throwing the ball and distributing it. And, um, you know, their only loss so far was to, you know, Washington in the, you know, Washington in the game that they could have won. So, obviously, with so much coming into effect through these last two weeks, I think they'll be playing each other again, maybe in the Pac-12 championship. So it's gonna get real interesting. But I gotta go both, man. About you, Juan? Who you think top dog right now? Uh, man, I'm gonna have to go with Penix. I mean, the, the dude's been balling all year. I mean, he's got Washington undefeated right now. I mean, he's been playing out of his mind. I mean, especially from a stat standpoint. Um, I'm excited to see what he does in that conference championship game because it'll be. Well, I mean, they got obviously they got another week, but I'm pretty sure they'll probably make the conference championship. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know who they're gonna they, play. They, but they're, they're gonna play if Oregon. They gonna play Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. They gonna play Oregon, mm-hmm. bro. To see what he does on the big stage, you know, with the lights, you know what I'm saying. See how he plays come game time. But I'm, I'm liking Penix a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think you can't forget about Jaden Daniels too from from LSU. Yeah. yeah, that dude. He been ball. I know they got the three losses, but statistically. He might be the best one out of them all. He got almost 600 yards rushing, like 30 touchdowns. So, that little skinny dude, he, he been balling out there, man. He, 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 he takes some shots, though. I be seeing every week. But he, be getting, he be getting folded I, up. But he still bro, I, watch, I was watching the game this past week. It was like a third and four or something like that. He literally <laughs> dropping his shoulder like he a running back. I'm like, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, it's some – it's some it's some guys out there, you know. Shout out to all those guys for you know just putting together the seasons that they have, and right, that's what college football is about. You know, trying to get to that, you know, trying to get to December and being that Heisman race. We, we all know, like, I'm sure all of us have dreamed about that, but it's a special group of young men that is able to get into that conversation. So if you're able to, you know, crack in that door and get an invite, you know, all power to you because I know it, we know it ain't easy. Yeah. For sure, for Maybe. sure. I would love to say, I would love to say Marvin Harrison, bro. He's, yeah. I mean, he's on a whole nother oh. level as a receiver, bro. Would love to see him win the Heisman for sure. But I, bro, that's a quarterback award. Yeah. It is what it is. Obviously, Devontae Smith won it, but it's a quarterback award at the end of the day. So, yeah, it's it tough. It it's tough for any other position to win. For sure. Speaking of Marvin Harrison Jr., it's a big week in the Big Ten. You know, the game is what they call it. Ohio State, <laughs> Michigan. This week, both teams undefeated. You know, fighting to get into the Big Ten Championship, fighting to get into the college football playoff. I don't know what you guys' thoughts on this one. You know, Michigan, they they played their first, you know, full four-quarter games against Penn State. And then this past week against Maryland, Maryland gave them a, a run for their money. And offensively, they took 
a step back in my opinion and Maryland was able to get get behind them a few times in their passing game so it's going to be a good football game I know Ohio State's quarterback Kyle McCord he's been getting better throughout the year you got Travion Henderson they back he looking healthier than ever the dude he running through stuff he, he looking like how Michigan backs looked last season so I don't know what's you guys idea of this matchup coming up this week obviously there's a lot of implications I think even if one of them whoever loses this football game Still may have an opportunity to make it to the college football playoff. They both made it last year. So I don't know who you guys think going to win this football game. I'm going to go with O-State, man. And it's just just how they've been looking these last couple weeks. Obviously, you know, as the season builds on, guys get, you know, comfortable with each other. And it just looks like the quarterback in that receiver group is really starting to click. Um, and then, like you said, with Trey Henderson, the way that he's running now, he's like you said, he's looking healthier than ever. And he's starting to, you know, put together those full games as a back. So I just think offensively, they're going to be extremely hard to stop. You know, they got Marvin on the outside and Buka is starting to play. You know, I, I know he was dealing with injuries and he's starting to, you know, play, play big and, you know, contribute to, you know, the offensive game. So I'm actually looking forward to this game a lot, man. This is going to yeah. be a good game. Um, obviously, you know, 12 o'clock game, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's bright and early. It's off the Get jump. So <laughs> they're getting right to it, man. And then just how everything's been going. I think Michigan's won the past two years, two years or yeah. two years. Yeah. So I just know how much that game means to, you know, both those programs. Um, so it's going to be real exciting. About you, Juan, what's your thoughts on the, on the game is what they call it? Bro, hey, I'm going the other way. I think okay. Michigan might make it three in a row. I mean, the only reason I say that, bro, they've been playing lights out all season. I mean, I know, you know, we talked about, you know, who they've played and things like that. But, you know, they beat a really good Penn State football team, like, pretty good. Um, and, you know, truth be told, like, uh, my big question mark personally is on Ohio State's quarterback situation. Um, not situation, obviously, they had a starter. I just – I still think Kyle McCord, like, ain't – his best yet. Yeah. Um, again, he is building a great relationship with his receivers, but I think that's a I think that's a, a spot that Michigan can really take advantage of. They get good pressure, and they they will get pressure. Um, they had great athletes on the back end to get in position to make plays. They've been doing it all year. So, I mean, me personally, I think that Michigan is going to win this game. I think it's going to be close. Obviously, uh, some of the games in the past haven't been as close maybe. Michigan dominated, things like that. But um, I think it's going to be close, uh, especially with now Emeka Egbuka being back, adding another uh, weapon to the offense. You know, now you ain't going to be able to double Marv. You're going to have to play both because Egbuka is really good. Um, but the way Michigan is running the ball, they're confident. You know, they got all this stuff going on with their head coach. They're going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. Then you're also playing in the big house. You know, I just – I think it's primed for Michigan to win again, to be honest. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a toss-up. I'm I'm leaning with Sos. I'm leaning with Ohio State, man. This I know they've had this game circled, you know, the entire year. Ryan Day <laughs> has lost to them back-to-back years. And you know at Ohio State, you judged on this game, almost oh, this sure. game alone, as a head coach. Sure. He's 0-2 back-to-back years. So, you know, they've been preparing for this moment all year long. And a lot of the weight's going to fall on Kyle McCord's shoulders. I'm sure Michigan you – know, I'm interested to see how they play. Are they going to try and limit the big plays in their passing game? Are they going to try and stop Trevion Henderson? You know, load up the box, whatever it may be. But Kyle McCord is definitely going to have to make some throws in some tight windows if he wants to win this football game and defensively for Ohio State. They've been balling all year long, but don't none of that matter until this game right here, how they handle this. They they did decent last year, 
But when they played Michigan, you know, things got a little bit loose. They letting them rip off 60-yard runs, 75-yard runs. So they're going to have to contain Blake Corm, Donovan Edwards if they want to win this football game. I think that that's the big mystery is how is Ohio State's defense going to handle that Michigan run game that's starting to take a step up, you know, as the season went on. Last year, they didn't have Blake, didn't they? Didn't they? Wasn't it Donovan yeah, Edwards? Yeah, it was just Donovan Edwards. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Bro, now you got Blake. Bro, that's, I think that's a difference. And, and 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 that's my that's my key to this game, right? Because I feel like if you're Ohio State, do you do you think Michigan's quarterback is gonna beat you throwing? Like just all, all of what we've seen all year. Not saying that he can't throw the ball, nah, but you do you feel it, like you don't fear it as much? But you know it. I gotta stop that run game of Michigan. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing how Ohio State's DC like you know just as far as like the chess pieces you know loading the box. You know, having sure. a light box, like how he's gonna, you know, play and manipulate that to show, you know, all these different looks. Because Michigan, these past couple weeks, have relied and put all their chips into that run game. So stopping that mm-hmm. run game is key. Yeah, most definitely. You know, Michigan's receiver core. To me, they got one guy that you need to stop. Roman Wilson, number one. He's their speed threat. Everybody else, I mean, they're they're good football players. But I like Ohio State's matchup against Michigan's receivers. I think the tight ends for Michigan are going to pose some problems for Ohio State. They got yeah. two dudes, them dudes like 6'5", yeah. 6'6", six, six, some big targets. I don't know if Ohio State necessarily has the guys at safety to match up with them. So that could be the X factor for Michigan. But now for those guys, let's get back to the Badgers. Like you said, they overtime win against Nebraska, 24-17. It was a, it was a tough start. You know, we was in a, we was in a group chat. <laughs> it was down 14-0. <laughs> We're looking like it's going to be another down one of games. Down <laughs> bad. You know, guys weren't competing. Like, I, I wanted to see how the team was going to respond. And for them, you know, I, I was proud because they could have they could just, you know, laid it down laid and rolled over, you know, yeah. <laughs> rolled over like they did against Northwestern. But these dudes, they, they buckled their chin straps. They stepped it up defensively. You know, offensively, they did enough. It wasn't, you know, too crazy of a performance from them. But like I said, I was impressed of the resiliency, you know, from coaching to the players. You know, Mordecai, Braylon Allen, you know, both battling injuries. They gutted it out. You know, Mordecai, let's say he wasn't throwing the ball over the field, but his QB runs, escapability, converting third Huge. downs. Huge. You know, Braylon on the stat sheet, you know, he didn't rush for over 100 yards. He didn't run for over five yards to carry, but his presence on the field made a difference. You know, converting the fourth down in overtime, getting some big third down conversion. So, I said, having Braylon on the field definitely makes a difference, healthy or not. So, I, I got to give him a lot of credit for going out there and, you know, help willing the team to victory. I don't know what you guys' initial thoughts on the game versus Nebraska. Yeah, I, like you said, are extremely impressed. Just with all that's on the line, like the whole week I was thinking about this bowl streak that hasn't been really talked yeah. about, right? Like obviously us going to, I think, tw- I want to say it was 27 consecutive bowl games and that 27. being, yeah, 27, and that being in jeopardy, especially knowing the last two games, obviously, you know, the trophy game, both of them trophy games, but just how everything, how the season's been going, that was so important to me, just to see these guys go out and, you know, compete and play with that pride. And then also for those seniors, like, that is your last time you're going to be able to, you know, take the field at Camp Randall. And just knowing how special that place is, not only to us, but to just that program, you know, you, that's how you want to be remembered and you want to go out. No matter what's gone on in the past games, um, you know, that game, that senior night, and if you're a part of that senior group, that's how you want to go out. So, you know, big ups to them. Like you said, we were definitely for sure, uh, you know, in that first half, 
just just wondering like man what we gonna get you know but you know those guys definitely bowled up and you know you know big ups to the badgers man we love it i know those guys love it and um you know we just got to continue to build off of that about you what was your thoughts on the game man no man i'm extremely proud man it was amazing to watch the guys like fight adversity you know to be able to especially after those two touchdowns in the first half hats off to Nebraska bro that quarterback was yeah. balling bro he was that's, that's, is that is that Purdy's little brother for yeah, real yeah, yeah bro yeah, yeah. oh yeah Trevor, like Purdy Trevor did, did, yeah, yeah he was, that he run was, was crazy yeah. Uh, yeah that 55 yard yeah he was he was sliding but um tight <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no I'm extremely proud of the guys man like being able to come together and, and fight, buckle down. Um, like we said, we had some guys banged up that fought through injuries, so you could see the toughness, you could see the drive, you could see the presence that Braylon had on the field. Obviously, you know, he probably didn't have the game he wanted, but man, proud of him. You know, he punched it in twice, got us on the board twice. Um, Tanner Mordecai had some huge runs on the offensive end. Uh, it was great to see Will Pauling being consistent. I mean, like getting open, obviously there's some miscommunication here and there, but again, aside from that, man, played a great game. And then same thing for the defense to come back and just shut them out, you know, and, well, not shut them out in the second half, but keep them from getting into the end zone, you know, held them to three the whole second half when, you know, they're driving the ball down the field, being able to bow up and get some stops. I mean, you can't, you can't be more proud of that, you know, defensive leader leaves the game, Hunter Waller, and you got guys that step in and, 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 and step it up. So, Dude, I'm proud of them, and I'm just glad, you know, get, continuing that bowl streak. Like, that's third, the third longest active streak in the country right now, and that's like something to really hang your hat on as a program, to be in a bowl game 27, 27 years running. So, that's huge. Yeah, man. And we know how hard it is. Oh, go, go ahead, James. No, you go ahead. Oh, we, know hard, we know how hard it is. Like, people say, like, only six wins. Like, it's hard to win in college football and obviously at the next 10. level, but but yeah. Big Ten football, like it's hard to win. So when you say six games, I know a lot of people's like, oh, it's only six games, but that is an accomplishment. And then another thing, I just want to give a you know hats off and a kudos to our running back group. Like you guys said, uh, you know, um, um, you know, the presence for for Braylon was definitely felt out there. It might not seem like that on the stat sheet, but he definitely did his big one and handled his job. And then with Jay Akers on the on the wheel route on the touchdown, yeah, bro, like all our our scores, crucial. our scores, yeah, our scores came from that group. So you know, I just want to give them a you know a major you know congratulations just on how much of an impact that they played uh, in this game, um, just for us to be able to get that six win. Yeah, most definitely. I thought. The entire game shifted in the second quarter. Nebraska went for it on fourth down, on fourth and one. And the defense got that stopped. And after that, that's when we went on that 17-point run. So I thought that was dope to see. You know, I think it was Ricardo who initially got the running back in the backfield and got his feet. So it's just good team defense. And that just how you talk about it all the time. So it's momentum, momentum, momentum. in football. That that yeah. junk is real. Like you go for it on fourth down, you don't get it. The team go down and score. And you start you start playing on your heels a little bit, and we took it and we ran with it, dog. So I, I was impressed with that because it, it was still some question marks out there. Nebraska was having their way in the running game. They back Emmett Johnson was running it. They had 195 yard rushing. You know, Chubba yeah. Purdy he, he was running the ball. I thought I thought that kid was impressive in his first start. Like for for Nebraska, the turnovers have been a huge issue. I know he had the interception mm-hmm. at the end, but that was just trying to throw it up on fourth down, trying to make a play, but. He protected the ball all game. If there was nothing there, he was trying to escape and use his legs to, you know, create a play. So I thought that kid, 
you know, handle his own. But hats off to the Badgers on a big win against Nebraska. Keeping the – well, yeah, we are keeping the freedom trophy. We, we had a number, man. They, yeah. All the way about Nebraska, we find a way to win those tight football games. But coming to this week, it's the Axe Week. You know what I mean? We, we play Minnesota, this team. Yep. They lost to Ohio State. They got beat up. What was it? Let's see the score. It was 37-3. I mean, it's pretty much no contest you know, from the beginning of the football game. And this team there, they're fighting to get in the bowl game right now. They're like us mm-hmm. last week. They need one win <laughs> to get in the bowl game. So I think this is this is everything you want as a Badger right here. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. you, got, you got a little yeah, brother over there, even though they – they they got the last two on us. They we lost there on the road and they beat us at home last year. We're playing on the road this year. So last game of the year, playing Minnesota. You beat them. You send them. You send them packing. Them boys not send their ass packing. Excuse my language. Bleep that. Hey Joey, bleep that out. Send their ass packing. Send them packing. They don't go to a bowl game. So. To me, this, this game is everything. This no, is this I don't, I don't know what y'all thought. So. Nah, <laughs> no, hey. no, no. go ahead, Bree. <laughs> Nah, this, this is huge. Like I, like you said, obviously, just how important the axe is to both programs. But then the simple fact that if we can beat them and they won't go to a bowl game, like like you said, send them packing from this from this game. Go take your final exams and go to where where are you yeah. from? Florida, Minnesota, California. Enjoy vacation. Enjoy your vacation. Enjoy vacation. Enjoy your winter break. And then hopefully you watch a lot of football, watch the bowl season. You know what I'm saying? And then come back in January when it's 10 degrees, negative 10 degrees outside (laughs) and get back to working out and try again next year. Right. So nah, this game, this game is good luck next time. time, Right. So this game is extremely huge and it's exciting, man. We know how much of a rivalry and how like intense this thing is. So, you know, I'm I'm just excited to see the guy spend one more time, obviously again for the bowl, but one more time with so much at stake because this acts means everything to both programs. What you thinking, Warren? Bro, bro, I ain't got nothing to say. You already know how I feel, bro. They be talking, bro. Bro, they, I, bro. It's we need to get that axe back, big. We need to get that back into the uh, into the trophy case. Got to get two of the three. But this is the most important. You know, forget about the freedom right now. Great, we have it. Forget about the heartland. We need to get that back next year. We'll focus on that next year. But the axe is the biggest trophy, the best trophy in the country. So let's go get it, get it back in the trophy case. Send them boys across the bend or wherever they at. You know, send them packing like Bree says. Send them home. Better luck next year, and you get your good luck on your finals. All that junk, bro. Like I don't like them, bro. I don't like them. They talk too much. They, they, they think they better than us. They're not. Never been. Never will be. You get every blind squirrel finds a nut. You won a couple of games. <laughs> you won a couple of games last year, uh, last couple of years. Congratulations. We about to take it back, and we gonna get back to regular schedule programming the boys should be breathing fire this week this should be the best week this is the perfect time to put together a four quarter game and blow them out by 45 yeah and, and don't let up <laughs> don't let up yeah what they say kick them while they down you know typically kick them while they down bro kick them while they down nah hey hey when they come to Minnesota kick them while they down beat them up while they down man take it back tell them roll that boat back to Minnesota <laughs> and I said, looking at the the record books, I didn't realize the the series is tied too, sixty two, sixty two, and eight. Yeah. So like I said, it's 
a way to start taking it back over. I know back when you know when we were in school, you know, we had went on like a what like a 10, 11 10, game. Boy, ten, boy, ten in a row. Street. Like, Never lost. I got a little like story that. about that after. Go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> oh, so you're, so you guys senior year, right? Like, obviously, a kid from Florida, I didn't know much about the rivalry until I got there. Obviously, the week comes up. Um, you know, I remember my freshman year, they had a, you know, we finished, I want to say, our Thursday practice, and um, they had JJ and Russ come on the big screen. And, you know, they said a little message and they showed highlights and there was plays. And it was like, okay, you know, I'm really starting to, you know, feel the intensity. But getting out there in the game, like, bro, it's just real chippy. Like, yeah. it just seemed like any little thing, like every two plays, somebody, the ref trying to break somebody up or something like that. So, you know, I just remember being in that game, which I remember, I know y'all remember how cold it was, bro. It was mm-hmm. freezing. It was freezing, right? <laughs> so we ended up beating them. Um, and, you know, two things. So, after we won that game, they wouldn't let us chop that. Remember, I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, that was like, we almost. Yeah, they wouldn't let you chop yeah. that. Chop the chop yeah, like, down. We really almost got into a full blown out there brawl. And they would have lost. Us chop yeah, they would have lost for sure. Fast. We was, we, it was too deep. Um, but Chris Borland, right? He runs over, he grabs a whiteboard, and I want to see either writes either 12 straight or 13 straight. And he's like, Sojourn here, and puts me on his shoulders. So I he got me that. walking. So he got me walking around the stadium with this with this board up, saying this like you know thirteen straight. And uh, I just remember um, Coach Strick, who was at the time my DB coach, he was like, "Boy, you just don't know. You don't put a target on your back for the whole time <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. here." So I'm just like, "Oh shoot!" But I just remember hearing Dad say like one thing. Dad was saying he was like. They definitely getting better. Like, you know, just from, yeah. you know, the previous times y'all were playing them, he was like, you know, he's starting to see the improvements in recruiting. So just just all of that stuff and then just partaking into the games, man, it's just so fun. But it's it's so much at stake, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of hate. Especially it's a lot of guys on our team, you know, from Minnesota. Or it might be mm-hmm. guys on, on their team from Wisconsin. So you know, and with guys, you know, probably wanting to go to the school and not being, you know, offered and going to the other school. So it's, it's just fun, man. You know, I'm excited for the guys, and it's always cool to just be a part of this rivalry. Yeah, man. It's, bro. Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was about to say, bro, this is one of them games, bro, like, like, it's, this is the hard, I think these are one of the games, like, this is the hardest I've ever played, bro. Because, like, from the beginning to the end, bro, it's chippy. They play dirty. You know, they talk crap. <laughs> Bro, I remember 2014, bro, just putting a stamp on your senior on on a senior year's last game of the season. We played them at home, bro. I swear, from the snap, from the first quarter to the last quarter, bro, bro, putting the center of the guard in the backfield every snap about three, four yards deep, bro, not giving a freak. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it felt so good doing that. There was like there was also a play we had where, and I can't remember if it was the second or the third quarter. I I, I gotta show it to you another time, but. Uh, Marcus Trotter made throw it in the pot, man. Hey, bro. Yeah. Hey, y'all gonna see it, bro. Marcus Trotter made a huge stop. Uh, made a huge stop on a. It was a fourth and short, and they tried to go for it on us, trying to get momentum, bro. And just like you could just see everybody on the front line in the backfield, bro, by like three, four yards. Marcus Trotter comes up and makes a big play, and just like the stadium literally exploded, bro. And just like to be a senior at that time. To put a stamp on that game and just dominate like we did, bro. Like that's what you want to do, and just like when we and we've done that every year. But just as a senior to be able to do that and walk out and have won the trophy every.
every year. Bro, it's just, it's memories like that I'll never forget, especially against Minnesota, bro. Like, when we say we hate Minnesota, bro, we hate Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, this is what it's all about, especially for, for these seniors. Like I said, we, we said a little bit ago, last game of your senior year, you know, before the bowl game, you can send them packing, you beat them in their stadium, you get to go to their sideline, take that axe, and go chop them goals. And I know none of us got to do that, go take the axe from them, because we never nah. lost to them, so... I said this is a. I say I think there's even more buildup going to this football game just because they have the axe. They've had it for two years. I know. I said I know Luke Fickle. This is his first year there, but I know he embraces you know what this you know axe week means to this program. I think all the new guys will get a good feel for it. Like you said, Sajorn, how they showed the video on Thursday after practice. And I'm sure they'll be doing that all week long to make sure these guys are locked in, prepared, ready to go. I said we know we've secured a bowl game. I think this is even more important for the program to get that axe back. I said you shared a story about that game in 2013. I remember that football game. It was it was freezing cold, man. I, I start off nine degrees, yeah. negative 27 wind chill. <laughs> start off the game with a Crazy. long run. Yeah, but as the as the game went on, I'm like, I don't never cramp like like none of that. Like it was it was that cold. I had a run. It was like wide open. It was the third or fourth quarter. I saw it on tape. There was nobody there. I, I probably would have had like a 60-yard touchdown. I tripped in the backfield, had cramps in my calves. It was so cold. They had me drinking a Powerade on the sideline. The Powerade was freezing cold. I'm over there shivering with it. I said, you do anything to get back in that football game and dominate them, dog. This, this, this battle means everything to this school. And I think yeah. you learn about it so much. The more, the more you're there, like as a freshman, you understand a little bit. Then sophomore year, junior year, senior year, I think it becomes even more important because – you want to go out the right way. You want to keep all those trophies in that trophy room at Wisconsin, dog. I said I'm I'm excited for this game. This there's, yeah. there's a lot at stake for them. Not as not as much at stake for us. But I think like I said they have that trophy in their possession. So I think there there, there is a lot at stake. I mean it's gonna be exciting, dog. And to beat them on a home turf, man, I, home turf. It's gonna be great. But that's like you, that's and, a wrap oh. for this week's Camp Randall Platoon podcast. I'm James White along with Sir Shelton. Warren Heron, it's Axe Week. We got to get the dub. We got to get the axe back. Let's Let's get get it, it. you dub. Yep.